Welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin. I'm a lecturer, speaker and author of the Worship Books. And my name is Stephen Fields, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God, the God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent his Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We start this day humbly, acknowledging that our thoughts, words and actions have not always been a true reflection of the light and life of God in our workplaces. And we start this day with hope because God's mercy is new every morning and God promises us grace for each new day. Let's start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God, creator of the world, that you have made us in your image, the image of a worker. Help us to be aware of your desire to work through us today empowered by your spirit and modelling Jesus. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 34, verses 17 to 22. The righteous cry out, And the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Evil will slay the wicked. The foes of the righteous will be condemned. The Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Our Bible reading for today is from Romans chapter 8, verses 18 to 25, where Paul outlines the expanse of Jesus' redeeming activity. Hear the word of the Lord. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it 
patiently. In Luke 4, 16-21, we read Jesus' mission statement, the nature of the work he is doing. It is a prophecy marking a new age, the new kingdom. Jesus is reading from the scroll of Isaiah, a prophecy of the messianic age, the reign of the Messiah. I have heard this section reduced to spiritual topics, evangelism, sanctification, forgiveness, reconciliation. While those are important, Isaiah was describing a transformation of a nation in chapter 61, which covers rebuilding that which is broken, ethical business practices, and a return to productive living. Jesus is describing the new kingdom of which he is king. It is a comprehensive plan for renewal of every aspect of ourselves and our society. It is a glimpse of the new creation. While Jesus is the Redeemer, we are partners in this work of redemption, restoring working relationships, wiping out corruption, making our workplaces more hospitable, demonstrating what it means to enjoy the Lord's favour. Another passage demonstrating this more holistic view of God's redemption is our Romans 8 reading. Here we see that all of creation is frustrated, awaiting liberation. There are glimpses of that being possible with Jesus' coming. His redeeming activity is turning back the impact of sin, not just in the hearts of individuals, but in all of creation. Our hope is that eventually all will be put right. And in the meantime, we strive to do what we can through our work, in our workplaces, and in our working relationships. Jesus redeems our work through us. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart. And let's pray. Jesus redeems our work through us. Is this the first time you have considered the extent of Jesus' redeeming activity? What would Jesus change in your workplace? I'll leave a space for you to consider that now. take a moment to consider the promise that Jesus redeems our work through us. How does it feel to consider that? What might God be prompting you to do in your workplace? Take this moment to talk to God about it.
imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, so, how's your week looking? What do you want to tell God about your working week ahead and particularly the ways you and Jesus can redeem your work? Jesus, we know that you are sovereign over all the earth. All things were created through you and for you and in you. All things visible and invisible hold together. We know that God is seeking to reconcile to himself all things on earth and in heaven through you. Lord, Redeemer of all, We commit ourselves as your people to go into all the earth to proclaim that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We want to join in the renewal of this earth and the banishment of sin and its consequences. Help us to bring harmony and flourishing back to your good creation through our working. Help us to heal Liberate, transform, reconcile, unite, and proclaim the power of Christ in our words and in our action. We do this for your glory. Amen. This week... Imagine Jesus is present with you in your working and imagine what ways he could bring flourishing to your workplace. What needs to change? How can you be part of that redemptive change? We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that Jesus redeems our work through us. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before him. So now it's time to go to work. Go into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. Thank you for listening to Worship on the Way to Work. If you'd like to meet Kara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it to them now. To offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today, you can give at the details in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Cara Martin and Stephen Field and is edited by Stephen Field on behalf of Worship on the Way in conjunction with Canterbury Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. Bible readings are from the New International Version. Prayer music is by Deep Instrumental. Other music sourced through Epidemic Sounds. Now for the benediction. 
As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May He guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, Jesus redeems our work through us.